So, what is it that you want? Like, what do you want from your business? What do you want it to create for you? Is it more money? Is it more time freedom? Is it more flexibility? More fulfillment? What is it? What do you want? Well, do you know that there's one thing that you need to do first to be able to get what you want? It's getting what you need. Getting what you need is the key to getting what you want. I'm going to talk about this on today's show because it comes up with so many of my clients. It's something that so many of us as mothers really struggle with is getting what we actually really need first, taking it, making time for it, making it happen, whatever that looks like. Let's talk about it on today's show because guess what? Your business success is going to be made or broken based on how good you are at getting what you need first. Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How the devil are you? I'm having a marvelous week thus far. Well, (laughs) I say thus far, it's Monday today. And actually, maybe we should just talk about that for a second. Hands up who loves Mondays now. So good, right? (laughs) I effing love Mondays now that I'm my own boss. If you're your own boss and you don't love Mondays, then oh my days, (laughs) we should be talking because something's not right there. That sucks. I want you to love every day in your business. So anyway, last weekend, we had a delightful weekend. Not sure if you follow me on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid if you don't and you'd love to. But in my Insta stories, I was sharing that we did a family race. The three of us did a 1K race for charity down along the seafront. It was so much fun. And I was so proud of our daughter. She was like fast for a six-year-old. And today the weather has been beautiful, like properly glorious. I think um, living in the UK makes you appreciate the sun extra. So my daughter and I spent the day down at the beach and at the park next to the beach, which was amazing. So as well as appreciating all the sunshine, I was appreciating my business today because I've built it in a way that allows me to, yes, do work that lights me up with amazing soul aligned clients and doesn't even feel like work. And yes, it makes me amazing money, which affords me all kinds of freedoms and luxuries. But also, and to me, this is the really cool part, is it does all of this for me while allowing me the flexibility I desire to be present with my daughter. How great is that? I take a ton of time off when it's the school holidays because I can. (laughs) And guess what? My income doesn't tank when I do that. And in fact, I've probably shared this on the show before, but 
I've had a couple of instances where I've taken a ton of time off and had massive cash months those very same months. So don't succumb to that thinking that time has to equal money in your business. And so yeah, basically living my best life over here, loving my flexible, fulfilling and profitable business today, which in case you didn't know, it's the framework I use with my private coaching clients <laughs> to create the same for them. Anyway, I'm not sure how I got off on that tangent. I'm just telling you about how I'm doing, what's going on with me, what's going on with you. I know you can't actually reciprocate and tell me, but hey, slide me a DM or send me over something to my emails. Always like to hear from you ladies. So today's topic was actually inspired by some conversations I've been having with some of my private coaching clients recently. It comes up from time to time with almost all of my clients. And I always figure, hey, if it's coming up for them, then it might be coming up for you too. So let's bring it to the show. I'm talking about getting what you want and what you need. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to probably lovingly call you out on some of your BS today, but only because I want great things for you. Is that okay? (laughs) Cool. Okay, so let's kick this off with a question for you to ponder. What do you want? Hmm. (laughs) Like, if I can wave a magic wand for you and give you the thing that you most desire for your life and business, what is it? Is it to be working with more ideal clients and less of the only ideal kind? Is it to get your first client or your next client or your hundredth client? Is it ditching overwhelm? Is it working less hours? Is it making more money without hustle? What do you want? Maybe the thing that you want, whatever that is, seems kind of impossible or forever out of reach, or maybe the thing you want seems too shiny. Maybe you even feel a little bit ridiculous for even wanting that. Maybe you're not even admitting what you really want to yourself, where it's kind of there, flickering away, that flame inside you, and you're kind of trying to squash it and or just look away from it, pretend it's not there. Maybe you feel guilty for even wanting it. Maybe it just feels hard. If any of this is resonating with you, then listen up, love, because you will not get what you want until you get what you need first. I think that begs repeating, so I'm just going to go ahead and do that. You will not get what you want until you get what you need first. Them's the facts, ladies. Pretty sure it's actually scientific or something. So, How is what you need the key to getting what you want? It is the key, by the way, if that wasn't obvious. So the key to getting what you want is to get what you need first. So there's two ways. So first of all, when your needs are met, you'll be able to go after your desires. You'll have the capability, the capacity, the wherewithal, the resources to go after your desires when your needs are met. And number two, getting good at asking for, creating, hell, even taking taking sometimes, gasp, what you need when appropriate, that will get you practiced at getting what you desire, okay? So I'm going to share with you how this played out for me because I think it's quite good to illustrate how getting what you want needs to be secondary because you can only get that when you get what you need first. So you know how I always talk about when I dialed in my mindset practice, my business exploded, 
Well, here's how that panned out. I was in the very beginning stages of my business. I'd done quite a lot of mindset work already to work through all of my old money crap, which we all seem to accumulate. So no, you're not on your own. (laughs) And I'd done a lot of work to start actually believing in kind of possibility in my limitlessness, if you will. But I still hadn't booked my first coaching client. I'd had one discovery call at the point that I'm talking about here with someone who was actually really interested, but then ghosted me after our call. I was feeling like maybe this wasn't going to work. Maybe this wasn't right for me. I was feeling like I was missing something as well. I saw people talking about how you need like a webinar and Facebook ads leading to a webinar. And I kind of wondered if that was the thing I was missing. Or I saw other people online talking about driving traffic to your website with Pinterest and then getting them onto your email list and things like that. And I was wondering if that was the thing that I was missing. And I was looking all over the place uh, for the answers. And I'm sure lots of you will resonate with that because that shiny object syndrome is when we are afraid to do the thing that we want or we're not allowing ourselves to do the thing, well, actually, in this case, that we need to get the thing that we want. So at the same time, though, I was also consuming good content. So the kind of content that was all about mindset related stuff. So audiobooks, main, well, mainly yes, just audiobooks, lots of audiobooks. And I loved the idea of having a morning mindset routine. I started to see that cropping up again and again as the sort of standard advice. And I started seeing it as the kind of one of the success habits that lots of really successful people that I admired talked about as something that was important to them and critical to their success. So I kind of bought into the idea of a morning mindset routine, but I hadn't found anybody who was portraying it in a way that felt accessible as a mother because I was like, hey, I'm time poor. I don't have time for an hour of meditating, an hour of journaling, and an hour of yoga before I start my day. I'll have no time left. That'll be time for school pickup if I do those three things first, right? I'll have no time for my business. So I was kind of on board with it in principle, but hadn't made it happen. And if I'm honest, I was also giving myself lots of reasons. I was telling myself lots of reasons why it couldn't work. So things like, well, I'm always the one that gets up with our daughter in the morning, so I can't change that. Or I don't have time. Or I'll feel guilty if I do that anyway, so it's best not to. I had all these reasons for not starting this morning mindset routine. And then one day, I'm not really sure why this clicked, but it did. I realized what I was doing. I was making up excuses. And yeah, you might say that some of them are pretty valid, but they are still excuses. And I wasn't, as I might have talked about this before, I wasn't in the vibration of the solution. I was in the vibration of the problem. So it was just a match for the problem. So nothing reflected back to me other than more of the same, more of my inability to create a morning mindset routine. So I was suddenly tired of my own BS. (laughs) And instead of showing up with reasons why this wouldn't work, I decided that this is something I needed. And there we are, by the way, with the needs. So I decided I would find a way that this could work. I would ask for, make room for, and even take if I need to, what I need. So I bought a journal. That's pretty easy, right? (laughs) No struggle there. And I put it next to my bed with a pen because I know that design trumps willpower 
every time, uh, meaning that, you know, rather than rely on your willpower in the morning to do some journaling, put the journal right there so it's the first thing that you see. And then I told my husband, who proclaims, by the way, that he's not a morning person, which to me is totally a limiting belief, but that's another topic for another day. I told him, I'm going to be journaling for five to ten minutes each morning. I'll be unavailable during that time. It'll be around 7 a.m. each day. I need this partly for my sanity, but I really think it's going to help my business too. Do you know what his response was? Wait for it. He just shrugged and said, okay. (laughs) The sky didn't fall in. He shrugged. He agreed. That was it. Now, this might sound to you like a tiny story of me taking five minutes for myself, but I think actually you will know as a mother, fellow mother, that sometimes we find it really difficult to ask for, to take, to get what we need. And I knew that this was something that I needed. I really believed that this was going to be something that would propel me forward to success. And I, instead of coming up with all those same excuses and reasons, I just decided to get over myself and find a way to make it happen, to get what I need as a way to getting to what I want. And so guess what? nothing bad happened. (laughs) The other thing that I did is I spoke to my daughter. Now, I appreciate that your kids might not be an age where this would work. And I'm not actually telling you this story as a way for you to get a morning mindset routine. But hey, if that's a byproduct, then I'm not going to be sad about that either. (laughs) Um, But so to get back on track, it doesn't really matter whether or not you talk to your kids about this. But that's what I did is I spoke to her and I explained to her, you know, at 7am, mommy's going to be in the bathroom. By the way, I go in the bathroom because it's the only lockable room in our house and it guarantees me being uninterrupted. I'll be in the bathroom writing for about 10 minutes. If you wake up before, we can have snuggles first. Otherwise, I'll wake you up when I'm done. And since then, I have never missed more than about, I think, three days in total So I've been journaling for about five minutes most days, every single day since then, because I realized that's what I need in order to get to what I want, okay? And so the results of that mindset work have been, well, (laughs) mind-blowing for me. So I've spoken on here before about the fact that it was quite soon after that, that I replaced my corporate salary. Well, I booked my first, next, third, fourth, however many clients it was at that time within a really short succession of each other and without it being ages after me putting this mindset practice in place. So all for the investment of five minutes a day. And because I had put my needs first in those five minutes. Now, I know that five minutes doesn't sound on the outside, like I said, a massive struggle, but it is something that I know that we struggle with. It's putting our needs first. But guess what? Since I've been doing that mindset work, my business hasn't only exploded. So I replaced my corporate salary in three months, doubled it within seven, hit my first five-figure month in 11 months, I think it was. And on from there, but that's not the only thing. I've also been so much happier because I'm being proactive and doing what I need to do to feel great. And guess what? When I'm happier, not only does my business run better and I show up for my clients in a bigger and better way, yay, win-win, but also I show up better for my marriage. I show up better as a mother. So it actually has a beautiful ripple effect outwards towards the people that I care about as well. So it is first and foremost, 
a way of me getting the thing that I need so that I can get what I want in my business. But it also helps me in this instance to get what I want elsewhere in my life, which is being a present mother, having a great relationship with my husband, and so on. And so this is true of a lot of the things that we actually need, is that when we figure out what we want and then look at what am I going to need to get there, what am I going to need to be able to show up as the kind of person I need to be to get to the thing that I want? When you do that, there's all sorts of kind of bonus outcomes because not only is that thing that you need great for getting the thing that you want in your business, but also has great impact on other areas of your life too. It's true what they say about a rising tide lifts all boats, that when you work on one area of your life, then it's amazing how all the other areas of your life start bobbing up as well. It's really cool. So I'll also share a really quick client story as well, just in case you think I'm unique in this. It's 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 not me. It's how the world works. Get what you need first and then you can go and get what you want. So one of my clients is currently on track for this month to be her first 10k month. 10,000 pounds. How cool is that? Which is even more in dollars if you're listening. So I just like to say that because it sounds even better. Um, And so what have been the keys to her getting to what she wants? So the thing that she wants this month is 10K. Well, the things that have allowed her to pave the way to that 10K aren't really the things that she's doing right now this month, but it's the foundational work that she's done to get what she needs so that she can show up in this 10K way this month. Does that make sense? So her mindset is on point. She has really dialed that in because she knew that she needed to. So she's been really showing up for the work on our calls, is really open to that mindset side of the coaching that I do. And because of that, she has a rock solid belief that this is going to happen for her that month. And as you know, as I've spoken about on the show before, that belief is so important. And so that has been some of the work that she's needed to do to fulfill those needs to be able to get to what she wants. So cultivating that belief. That's what we've been working on together. And then of course, because she has my support, that's one of the other things that she needs. So that helps her with the mindset side of things, but also she has the strategy that she and I cooked up to get her to her first six-figure year. And only from there can she smash her goal. So I think of like mindset and strategy, like a kind of a layer cake with your business. So if you don't have your mindset in place, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, then you cannot layer your strategy on top of it. It just doesn't work. Your mindset needs to be on point for you to successfully go ahead and make that strategy work for you. It's so easy to fall off course and think it's the fault of the strategy, but in fact, it's your mindset that's not dialed in. It's not locked and loaded. So that's what she's needed. But also, you know, she we have also spoken about Things like taking time for herself, time away from the business and from mothering, which is a topic that comes up with a lot of my clients. I check in with most of them regularly and ask them, hey, when was the last time you had some time just for you that didn't involve you wearing your mum hat, didn't involve you wearing your business hat? And that is something that we need. We're people, right? We're not only mothers. We love being mothers, yes. We're not only business owners, even though we love that too. We are just women, people just underneath that with regular needs and wants and desires that don't have anything to do with mothering and businessing (laughs) sometimes too, right? So we need to take care of ourselves. 
When you do that, when you make some space and time for yourself, then you can breathe, you can rest, you can recuperate, you can feel inspired, you can feel creative, whatever it is that you need to do. But it's those things that you need to get to the things that you want. So this client, yeah, she is, like I said, on course to her first 10K month. It's looking really good so far. She's already smashing some of her sub goals. And it's because she's done all of that great work on what she needs first. Okay, so let me ask you something. When was the last time you asked for something that you needed, like possibly even inconvenienced someone else to meet your own needs? Oh my goodness, the very suggestion. God forbid, right? Now, I know this is really hard for us. Like we're not good at even accepting help when it's offered, let alone asking for something. So I'm not suggesting that we become really selfish, but I do suggest that we start prioritizing our needs because your business will be made or broken on how well you are looking after yourself. You will only get to those things that you want for yourself, which can come about from your business, which your business can help create for you, like the wealth, like the time freedom, like the work that lights you up. You can only get to those things if you're getting your needs met first and then from there, you are in a great place to go after your desires. So this might not be popular, but I think that men or in my you know, very limited experience of looking around me in my circle of friends. So, hey, this is no anthropological study or psychological survey here. But my take on this is that men are actually very good at getting what they need, but we give them a hard time for it. And we give them a hard time for it because it triggers us because we're not good at getting what we need. Ooh, isn't that a bit prickly to think about? <laughs> so um, a while ago, I was out for a coffee with my best friend. Shout out if you're listening, hon. And we were talking about the fact, we were, I'm going to be honest, we were complaining about our husbands. And they, both of our husbands at the time, had trips planned separately, but with their male friends. <laughs> Why did I feel the need to say male friends? With their friends. Um, and we were both like, oh, we, we sh- you know, I wish I could do something. And they're using their holiday to go and do what suits them and blah, blah, blah. Complain, complain, complain. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, hon, do you see what we're doing? And she was like, no. I was like, we're complaining about it, but actually what are they doing? They are getting what they need. So they enjoy, like one was golf, one was motorbiking, whatever pursuit it is. That's something that they really enjoy, that makes them happy, that helps them blow off steam. Why are we begrudging them that? We're only begrudging them that because we don't think it's quote unquote fair why is it not fair? Only because we think that we're then put upon. We're, and we're only put upon because we're allowing ourselves to feel that way. And we're not taking what we need. We're kind of sitting around hoping that one day they'll come home and say, oh, I've decided next weekend you should go away and do this. Or I'm taking the kids out for the weekend, put your feet up and have a bath or whatever. No, hey, if you're listening, maybe you have a partner who does that kind of thing. Ours don't, just going to put it out there. Um, but I said to her, you know, maybe we've got it all wrong here. Rather than getting annoyed at them, maybe we just need to say, hey, I'm going away with my friend. Uh, here's the weekend. Cool. And so, well, we did that. We went away together. And guess what? It was fine. No one even batted an eyelid at it in terms of the husbands. They were like, yeah, of course. You know, 
We could have carried on complaining about what they got versus what we got. But the only reason we weren't getting what we wanted or felt like we needed, which was some time off just to be us, just kidless versions of us, that's what we felt like we needed. The only reason we weren't getting it was because why? We hadn't asked for it. So we need to get better, I think, as women, as mothers in particular, at asking for, at making things happen, at taking sometimes what we need and not feeling bad about it. Okay, so I'd love you to think about this uh, like a little bit like planting flowers. So let's say your flowers are the things that you really want. So you want these really pretty, beautiful flowers in your garden. If you just go and lob them in the dry old soil, (laughs) they're not going to live, they're not going to survive, it's not going to happen. But if you tend to the soil, if you nourish it, if you water it, if you look after it, and then you plant the flowers and you continue looking after the soil, then the plants and flowers and things that you put in there are going to thrive, right? Now, you are the earth, the soil. (laughs) Sorry if I'm telling you your soil. I hadn't really thought that part of the analogy through here. But you are your business's number one asset. You are the soil that you are planting those dreams, those flowers in. The only way they can thrive and flourish and flower and grow and become reality is if you're looking after yourself. I know it's been said before, and I think it's so true. If you look at a failing business, often it's the person at the top who's mindset is failing. If you look at a thriving business, it's the person at the top whose mindset is thriving. Now, for most of us, we're at the top, middle and bottom of our businesses. So you bet that your mindset is important here. It's not just your mindset though, it's your body as well. You just need to look after you in totality, mind, body and soul. If you're not looking after yourself, guess what? Your business just isn't going to pan out in the way that you would like it to. You're not going to get the things that you want. Guess what else though? If you're not looking after yourself, you can't show up for your family in the same way, can you? You know this. And yet we struggle to put our needs first sometimes and to sometimes prioritize them. So I'm going to give you some practical advice. I love to give you some practical advice, not just something to think about. I'm going to give you five things to do so that you can get what you need and from there be in the great position to get what you want. Because guess what? I don't know if you know this, but helping you get what you want, that's actually my job description. True story. So number one, what do you need? So having thought about earlier in the show what you want take a step back and think, what do I need? Is it time for yourself? Is it some proper rest and recuperation? Is it like just a really good night's sleep? Is it to stay hydrated, to get your nutrition supporting you and your energy levels? Do you need some time to work on your business? Do you need some money to invest in yourself and in your business? Like, what is it that you need? What are those foundational needs that are going to get you the things that you want? Okay, number two, what is your fear? What's the fear of asking for the thing that you need, of making that thing happen, of taking the thing that you need or making room for that? What are your fears? Look at them and examine them because most of the time we, those fears are there and we don't take the action that serves us. We don't get the things that we need because of these fears. But at the same time, we're not looking at the fears and thinking about, what's going on here? What do I need to work on? Is this serving me? So 
Mum guilt is a classic one. Mum guilt rears its head at almost every opportunity, it seems like sometimes for us, right? But the thing is, is there is a biological reason for the feeling of guilt, and it's to stop us from neglect, like woefully neglecting our offspring. And so I'm assuming that you're not woefully neglecting your children, right? So put some context around that mum guilt and look at whether or not actually I am doing a really good job. This mum guilt isn't serving me. It's just trying to hold me back, keep me stuck. And maybe I can make a better choice, a better decision in this moment, What not one based on fear. And the underlying fear there is of being a really crap mum, right? <laughs> so, so have a think about what are the fears? Is it mum guilt? Is it business guilt? Because we also get that when we're not working in our businesses, right? And again, that's not serving you because if you don't take time out of your business, guess what? Your business isn't going to thrive because you're going to be depleted have a look at what those fears are that come up when you need to ask for or make room for or otherwise make happen the things that you need and then address those fears. It's always fears underneath, so address them. Number three, stop looking at why it couldn't work, why you can't have the things that you need to get the things that you want and start thinking about how it could work. So I talked about this earlier, but I heard, I think it was Abraham Hicks talk before about being in the vibration of the problem or being in the vibration of the solution. And it's really interesting. It's something that I love to do now just to snap myself to that different way of thinking, that different vibrational state. And it's amazing how many solutions pop up when you do that. It's just easy to just notice how, hang on a minute, I see what I'm doing. I'm in the vibration of the problem. All I'm seeing is the problem and all the reasons why this won't work. What if I told myself there is a solution? I just haven't seen it yet. Start believing that there's a solution. Get myself in the vibration of a solution. And poof, it's amazing how quickly the solutions will come to you. So when you have a look at the list of the things that you need in order to get the things that you want... Go through each one and get yourself in the vibration of the solution for that thing. So, for example, if you're feeling quite sleep deprived, you know, and we've all been there when we've got young, very young children, right? Have a think creatively, or if you're too sleep deprived to think creatively, ask a friend to help you think creatively and don't just bat away all her decisions. I've been there with a friend before. Um, how you could get a little bit of extra sleep to feel better so that you can show up for your business better and for your family better. Maybe it is having somebody come around and just watch the, the child while you have a nap. Maybe it is speaking to your partner if you have one at home with you and saying, hey, I need some extra sleep. Can we throw around some ideas of how this could work for me? Whatever you need to do, but do something. Or let's think of another example. If the thing that you need to get to the thing that you want is some kind of investment in your business, maybe it's coaching or mentoring, maybe it's a VA, maybe it's investing in some of your systems or structures, whatever the thing is, but you know that that's going to help you to get to what you want, then ask yourself, once you've asked yourself what the fears are, then instead of just making those decisions of, oh, I can't do this, I can't invest in my business because I can't afford it, which let's be honest, is pretty much never actually strictly true. You could get the money if you thought that whatever that thing was, was the thing to get you what you want, you would find a way of getting the money, right? So when we say I can't afford it, it's normally just a knee-jerk reaction to mask an underlying fear. So get yourself into the vibration of the solution. How could I make this work? How could I find the investment that I need, the money that I need to invest in this thing? Whatever that thing is for you that you think 
is what you need to get to what you want. Because it's amazing how resourceful we can be when we decide something is worth it. And guess what? Resourcefulness is a great skill to have as an entrepreneur. Number four, think of all the ways that this thing that you need will be a good thing for you, your business, and your family. Get that all down on paper so that you can hold that firmly front and center of mind so that those fears and doubts don't creep back in. Number five, go and get it. (laughs) Whatever it is, just make it happen already. (laughs) You've been through the rest of the process. Go and get what you need because then you're going to get what you want, my love. So, No more making excuses. Get into the vibration of the solution. Ditch that fear. Get clear on what you actually even need to get to what you want and then just go after it. Because getting more assertive and owning your needs and then going after them, vocalizing them, that's only going to help you towards getting to your desires, to your big dreams. And like I've talked about before, you know, when that mum guilt crops up, Have a think about the kind of behavior you want to be modeling to your children. This is what I try to remind myself of if this crops up for me. And yes, it does from time to time, although I'm getting better at noticing it and nipping it in the bud sooner. But I like to think about, well, actually, I want to display the behavior of somebody who looks after herself because that's a really healthy role model. I want to seem like... I am well-fed, well-slept, well-nourished. I'm looking after my mind, body, and soul because I am and because it's important. And I know that when I do those things, then I show up for everything around me, my business, my family included, all the better. So I want to model that behavior. It's a bit... Um, hypocritical of us to be trying to teach our kids to look after themselves if we're doing a shocking job of looking after ourselves. And here's what I don't want you to do though. I really don't want this to be another stick that you beat yourself with because I think we have enough of those, right? And I know that the self-care word gets bandied around a lot and it can become a bit of a stick. And But really what I'm trying to show you here today is that I know there's things that you want And I also know that getting what you need first is absolutely essential to getting to those things that you want. So recognize that, own it, stop apologizing and just make it happen. Okay, so let's quickly recap. I talked about what happened when I got serious about what I needed and it led me to getting the things that I wanted. So that was me doing my mindset work and getting booked out with my first clients in my business and replacing my corporate salary. That was cool, right? What And what a quick turnaround that was. And it only happened because I got what I needed first. I'm a massive believer in that. And I also talked about how one of my clients is on track to get her first 10K month. And she is only on track for that because she's getting what she needs first. We've done that foundational work of getting her needs met, her mindset needs on point and so on. And that is what's allowing her to hit that 10K mark. So I talked about why getting what you want is like planting flowers. You're the earth, your dreams live or die based on how well you look after yourself. You need to look after yourself and cultivate that beautiful balance of mind, body and soul within yourself and then everything will flourish and bloom and blossom and grow. And then I also gave you those five practical tips for getting what you need so that you can get what you want. Now, time for today's dash of woo. Dash of woo. I feel like we need some kind of little dash of woo transition jingle there. Uh, Okay, so I want to talk to you about the energy of receiving because what we've been talking about today all boils down to you being open to receiving. This is something that I 
think I talked about on the very first episode in the show, which is money and motherhood or motherhood. What's money got to do with it? I'll link it in the show notes, don't worry. But it's all about the energy of receiving. And as mothers, so often we are too closed to the energy of receiving. And it shows up in ways of us not being able to receive the things that we need, the support, the time, the investment, whatever it is, the things that we need to get to the things that we want. And actually, it prevents us from receiving the things that we want, okay? So what I would love you to do to open up more to receiving is I would love you to spend some time visualizing if you ever do meditate, hey, get yourself some time to meditate, no excuses. Or if that's not for you, just, you know, this is something that you could do while you're in the bath or in the shower, or I do this in the shower, or you could do it when you're walking the dog or on the way back from the school run or whatever. Perhaps not while you're driving the car because you probably want to close your eyes. I'm not going to suggest that one. But you can fit in two minutes to do this at some point in your day today. I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) So I'd love you to close your eyes and just visualize the kind of area where your heart is opening up and a warm glow emanating from it. Now, you probably feel like that anyway, because you have so much love that you give to your kids and probably your clients and your partner and all kinds of people too, right? But I also, now that that heart center feels open and the energy is flowing out, I also want you to feel and visualize the sensation of a golden warm energy pouring back into you as well, filling you up, going down your body, down your legs to the tips of your toes, up your body, out through the top of your head, out through the ends of your fingers so that you're totally full with this golden light so that the golden light is coming to you, you're receiving it and it's flowing from you so that there's this beautiful cycle of energy because that's how it should be. It should be that we are giving and we are receiving. That's how the world is supposed to work, I believe. And so we do that on all sorts of levels um, energetically. And so all we've been talking about today is getting what you need to get what you want. You need to be open to receiving that. So that's a really great meditation to do or visualization rather to practice that vibration of being open to receiving. And it's not just about taking, it's about receiving and giving. So that kind of wonderful cyclical energy. I'd love you to practice that and let me know how you get on. So, my loves, if you've been enjoying today's show and you've been thinking, damn, (laughs) what I need in order to get what I want is Corey in my corner, supporting me, shortcutting my path to success, well then guess what? I have some news I think you're going to really like because I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty much always fully booked and actually that's true right now. But yay, there's a book coming. I am now accepting discovery call bookings to discuss working together so that you can get those dreams because like I said, helping you get your dreams, helping you get what you want, it's totally my job description. So we can have a discovery call to see if we both think that we'd be a good fit in working together. So although I am fully booked right now, I am going to be opening up a couple of spaces this quarter. So if jumping on a free call to chat about working together sounds fun and you want to secure one of those spaces for yourself, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me and you should from there be able to find out about 
about my private one-to-one coaching, how that all works, all the shizzle you need to know. And from there, you can book a discovery call if you want. And if you've loved today's show, head over to the show notes and find out more. You can find those at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash getting what you want. And while we're here, would you be a doll and share this podcast with a friend? Sharing is caring. Love you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.